Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yes, we look so fine with Monday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, with Fleetwood Mac from 1975. Mick Fleetwood, Stevie Nicks, and the rest of the gang jamming a song as we are closing up summer soon, ladies and gentlemen, here at episode 154 from Monday, August the 20th, 2018, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, 8-2018, ladies and gentlemen. And it is the day after SummerSlam, and boy, oh boy, you picked a great day to be with us once again. 1-605-562-0444, call ID 1-3-10-44-POUND. We are expecting a boatload guest today, including the human suplex machine, who is with me right now, Mr. John Gross from Front Row, Virginia. Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie from Pittsburgh. But the last kicker, Amory Rickenbach, GTS, Gerard T. Smith, the black photo herself, Michelle Lindotts, Michelle Lindotts, I said, Chad Hinshaw, Mr. WCW from Trinity, North Carolina, and whoever else comes on the line. But guys... Boy, oh boy, you picked a great day to be with us. And John, as we start the show here this afternoon, controversy is the key word after what happened last night. However, what was a very interesting SummerSlam, however, we'll talk about it here by breaking down the matches individually. But the big story is what happened at the end of the match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. If no one has seen it, however, we will tell you how there is some controversy coming out of this match. And here to tell us more about it right now is the human suplex machine, John Gross. He will weigh in with his thoughts before I give you my thoughts. So, John, please tell everyone what happened last night that got controversial in Brooklyn. All right. What happened, everyone, was was uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar had a fin- faulty finish. Everyone saw what happened at SummerSlam when, Bra- when Braun Strowman tried to cash in his money in the bank. But clearly, clearly at the end of the match, you could see Reigns hit the spear on Brock Lesnar, folks. And what happened was when Roman Reigns was when Brock took the chair away and Roman would pin him for the easy three count. But that's not all. That's not all, ladies and gentlemen. You could clearly see Brock's hand not go up for the three count. So is yes. there controversy? We're going to have to wait and see, folks. Indeed, and we do want to thank the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds, who brought this to my attention this morning, believe it or not, as I spoke to her about this earlier today, along with the last kicker, 
and of course the Heartbreak Kid, John, and of course our friend in Florida, as well as Mr. WCW himself, Howard. And yes, there is some controversy coming out of this, however, and believe me, there will be some serious questions going into Monday Night Raw tonight with this. We will talk more about that throughout the afternoon. Be sure to check that out, however, as we will give you our thoughts, Howard, and breaking down some of But in the meantime, John, the other big story coming out of this weekend, obviously, of course, was NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn. And once again, NXT TakeOver did not disappoint the fans in Brooklyn Saturday night. Oh, no. And, of course, we're going to talk about it here in just a few minutes. But before we do, we want to remind you, as always, coming up at 11.30 tonight, check out FacebookLive.com. John will have a lot to talk about on his Facebook page, including the aftermath of Monday Night Raw, SummerSlam, and NXT, as well as also the upcoming preseason opener on ESPN tonight between the Baltimore Ravens and the Indianapolis Colts live from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. We will have you our predictions and scores tonight for our first one of the year. We will be sharing with that later on this afternoon. Some other news, of course, we also want to congratulate Brent Snedeker, of course, who won the Wyndham Championship, if you will, this past weekend down there in Chad's neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina, at Central Country Club. He shot an amazing 59 on Thursday, and of course, he went wire to wire, however, to pick up the win yesterday at the Wyndham Championship. Now that the playoffs are starting, I believe, this weekend, however, the question is, will Tiger Woods continue his role, and is he going to be uh, one to watch out for in the postseason? Who else is going to be out there to watch out for in the golf tournament? Ricky Fowler, we know he is hurt. He might miss the first round and maybe more time as well. We don't know yet, but folks, it is going to be an exciting playoff stretch hour. And with college, pro, and high school football starting this week and next week, hour, and school starting this week and next week, beginning again and starting a new term, however, for people who are just starting school for the first time, you picked a great day to be with us. So, folks, we're going to have a lot to talk about here this afternoon. Let's give you the number again. One six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three eight seven four four pound. This is episode one fifty four, August the twentieth, twenty eighteen. Right now, we're going to turn it over to the human suplex machine, who has our birthday date. So we will turn it over to him. And when we come back, folks, we're going to break down NXT Takeover Brooklyn Four. Did it live up to the hype? And was it worth watching? We'll weigh in with our thoughts. So right now, we're going to tell you more about it right now with the human suplex machine as he gives us his thoughts about the birthdays and dates. Uh, we'll talk about NXT. So, John, go right ahead. All right. Hold on. Up here we go. Here we go. 49 years ago today in Bloomington, Minnesota, Dr. X defeated Vern Gagne to win the AWA World Heavyweight title. Yes. 32 years ago today in Charlotte, North Carolina, Nikita Koloff defeated Magnum TA to win the best of seven match series, 4-3 to three to claim the vacated NWA United States title. I would say that was one of the better feuds of the 80s of that NWA yeah. US title. We know the Russian Nightmare, of course, had Uncle Ivan in his corner. 31 years ago today, Nikita Koloff beat Tony Blanchard to win the NWA World Television title. Yep. I mean, here's a guy who also had a chance to go after mm-hmm. the main title at Starcade 86 after Magnum TA had been injured in a severe accident and came within a whisker of winning that title. This is a guy who never got the credit he deserved. He also held, of course, the tag title and the World Six Man NWA titles at one point as well. Yep. All right. 21 years ago today, ECW presented Hardcore Heaven from the War Memorial Auditorium in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 
1950 were in attendance with about 84,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That is down from 104,000 for ECW first pay-per-view, barely legal. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Jake the Snake Roberts made his only ECW appearance in this match. Yes, he did. Yep. Ten years ago today, WWE presented SummerSlam from the Conseco Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I think it's the first pay-per-view of the PG era and the last televised Hell in a Cell match not to occur in October. I believe that's right. Yes, I believe you're correct on that. Until WrestleMania 28. Despite the PG rating, there was a man-on-woman violence moment. Yes, there was. When Chris Jericho struck Shawn Michaels' wife, Rebecca, during a promo segment. That's correct. But we had Santino Morella and Beth Phoenix win both the Intercontinental and Women's Championships. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Eight years ago today, Ted Allen passed away at his heart attack in his home in Cartersville, Georgia, at the age of 54. What I forgot to mention at, about SummerSlam 2008, J.D., what I forgot to mention? Yes. Batista and John Cena wrestled. That's right. That you were right on that. And The Undertaker right. took on Edge in a Hell in a Cell match. Yes, that's right. Yeah, the aftermath was crazy. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yep. All right. That same day, Alberto Del Rio made his WWE television debut. Yes. Um, let's see what else. Four years ago today, WWE presented SummerSlam from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, Yes. In a SummerSlam first, every championship, believe it or not, contested on the show changed pants. And we'll tell you why. Dolph Ziggler defeated The Miz to win the WWE Intercontinental title. Paige defeated AJ Lee to win the Divas Championship. Stephanie McMahon made a return to the ring by defeating Brie Bella. And Brock Lesnar defeated John Cena to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And of course, this was the one where Brock won 62 fights on Cena. Yep. Today was a happy 27th birthday. Wait a minute. I'm, I was on Friday. I was on Friday. Friday was August 17th. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. Yep. Happy 26th birthday to Paige. And our king had a birthday, too. Yes, indeed. King in W.O. Melissa Anderson was 37 on Friday. And uh, so let's go with uh, August 8th, then. August 18th, yes, August. then. Yes. Which is Saturday. <laughs> All right. 56 years ago today, Bobo Brazil defeated... Buddy Rogers in New York, New Jersey to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. 25 years ago today, WCW presented Flash of the Champions 
from the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. Though there were three championship matches on one show, the story was went down what went down away from the ring. The Shockmaster. Yes. Making his debut by tripping over the wall and losing his yes. Stormtrooper bedazzled helmet. Yeah. Uh, 22 years ago today, WWE presented SummerSlam from the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. About 17000 were in attendance with just 1,9400 homes watching on pay-per-view. And this show also featured the first ever Boiler Room Brawl match between Mankind and The Undertaker. And this was when Paul Bearer turned on The Undertaker. And I think I have a a sound clip of that. All right. So let's Let's cue that up. And while John's cutting that up, we also want to tell you that John did get some breaking news for us earlier today. The Washington Redskins have signed Adrian Peterson to a one-year contract after they lost their two star in Jackson. So they will be returning to the NFL fairly. Adrian Peterson has signed a one-year deal after Darius Geis was lost this season in the first game of the Florida ACL, and his backup power are hurt as well. Most notably, of course, uh, Byron Marshall and Sama J. Perrine. Perrine is not expected, however, to miss much time, while Marshall could be out at least a month, we understand. So, Peterson, 33, of course, made seven pro bowls and 10 teams with the Vikings, but the team made him a free agent when it declined to exercise an option in his contract. He ranks 12th all-time on the NFL's rushing list of 12,276. He had another 2,000 North rushing this past season, however, and actually 2,097, however, mind you, after 2,015 yards receiving. Last year, he only rushed for 293.4. He had a combined 105. Suspended 2014 for child abuse. However, they will open the season at Arizona in three weeks. Okay, I'm ready. Adrian Peterson has signed a one-year deal. Okay, so here's the sound bite on stock right now, folks. Can you hear it? I can hear it, yep. Thank <laughs> you. 
Good. All right. So let's see. Let's see what we got. We got some more. Twenty years ago today, Robert Duke Swenson died at UCLA for heart failure at the eight. What? Oh, I'm doing my show. Okay, Robert Swenson died of heart failure at the age of 40. He's also most noted wrestling-wise as the ultimate solution. 19 years ago today, independent wrestler Brian Hauser was shot and killed during an altercation with police in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, 14 years ago today on Raw from Chris Jer- from Grand Rapids, Michigan, Chris Jericho defeated Kevin Nash in a hair versus hair match. Yes. Five years ago today, WWE presented SummerSlam from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. And I think this was when Daniel Bryan defeated John Cena to win the WWE Championship. I also I have a sound, sound bite, too, of what right. happened. We'll cue that up. I'm all done to that up, ladies and gentlemen. We want to remind you that Wolfpack will be on this Wednesday night. Call ID 1351-POUND. Friday, of course, we'll have Revolution 138055-POUND. As well as Wednesday night, we'll be recapping the background some stuff from last night's Summer Slam. Be sure to check that out. It's on, of course, on your first days and days. Of course, to our Houston Highway, we'll be headlined for this Wednesday night. Be sure to check that out at 9 o'clock. Also at 8 o'clock, be sure to check out the Wrestling Debate where the pro will be flying this week, Wednesday, 9925 pounds. Gerard, Michelle, myself, Fonzie, Don, and the rest of the gang. Our, the caller ID is 139925-POUND. And again, that's this Wednesday at 8 p.m. here on Talk. All right. But wait after the celebrations were on. Randy Orton and Triple H pulled off the biggest upset of the decade on Daniel Bryan. Yes, he did. Yep. And this ties the fastest WWE Championship title change ever, tying Diesel's mark against Bob Backlund in 1994. Do we have any birthdays? We do, however, like I said, uh, one of them, of course, I'll tell you in a second here, just give me a minute here, folks. Uh, I'll tell you the first one is, uh, uh, you saw it here. Yes, it is going to be Dr. Tom Pritchard turning 59 on Saturday. Happy birthday to him. Yep. All right. 43 years ago today, Christoph 
Theophilo, best known as Jim Lundus, died of a heart attack in Encendido, California, at the age of 78. Uh, 29 years ago today, CBS aired a rerun of WCW. What was it? Uh, 27 years ago today, 29 years ago today, CBS aired a rerun of WCW World Championship Wrestling. Oh. Yep. I think this is when Rick Steiner and Steiner Superfan Robin Green went out on their first date. Yep. Yep. Uh, 28 years ago today, Ricky Chusho defeated Big Van Vader to win the IWGP heavyweight title. Huh. 19 years ago today, a thunder tape in Lubbock, Texas. Lenny Lane defeated Rey Mysterio Jr. to win the WCW Cruiserweight title. 17 years ago today, WWE presented SummerSlam from the Compact Center in San Jose, California. In a Sunday night heat pre-show match, well, I'll get on to the championship, Edge defeated Lance Storm to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. X-Pac defeated Jerry to unify the WWE Light Heavyweight and WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Rob Van Dam defeated Jeff Hardy in a ladder match to win the WWE Hardcore title. The Undertaker and Kane defeated DDP and Canyon in a steel cage match to unify the WWE and WCW Tag Team Championship. Kurt Angle defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin by disqualification, although he didn't win the WWE title. And The Rock defeated Booker T to win the WCW title. Sixteen years ago today on Raw from Norfolk, Virginia, Bradshaw defeated Tommy Dreamer to win the WWE Hardcore title. He lost it. How far? How, how, I was to say, how far is Newport from me? I don't know how far it is, man. Okay, I'll be right back. Though, please continue. Okay, sixteen years ago today on Raw from Norfolk, Virginia. Bradshaw defeated Tommy Dreamer to win the WWE Hardcore title. He would lose it moments later to Crash Holly, who then loses it back to Dreamer. After two and a half years and more than 217 title changes, the 24-7 WWE Hardcore Championship rule is discontinued. The championship would itself be discontinued the next week after RVD unified it with the Intercontinental Championship. Eight years ago today, Jim Kettner announced his retirement from wrestling just five days after his last show. Six years ago today, WWE presented SummerSlam from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, I-8, with 350,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, up from 310000 in 2011. Antonio Cesaro beat Santino Morella to win the WWE United States title. Um, Brock Lesnar made his return as well by defeating Triple H via submission. 
Five years ago today, two men go on the disabled list on Raw from Anaheim, California. John Cena announced he'd be going surgery on a torn tricep. Cena missed four to six months, but he returns in just two months to win the world title. Also, Sin Cara suffered broken fingers in his right hand after hitting a dive on Alberto Del Rio. And a happy 52nd birthday to Lillian Garcia. Yes, and also happy birthday to the Velveteen Dream, turning 23. Tim Horner, 59, on Sunday as well. Yep. Okay. And before we get to to Monday, folks, we want to remind you that don't forget also check out the Outside the Ropes this Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m. Going John, myself, and Mr. WCW pound. We'll talk about the latest music, politics, movies, and sports, and also a trivia challenge for you as well. That's this Wednesday and every Wednesday here on the Fox Radio Network here at 6.30 p.m. All right. 64 years ago today in Atlanta, Georgia, June Byers defeated Mildred Burke to win the NWA World Women's Championship. 23 years ago today in Kowalski, Japan, Cactus Jack defeated Terry Funk in a no-ropes-exploding barbed wire match. Huh. Yep. Um, the show known as uh, known as Kowalski Dream was the high wa- watermark for the Japanese Japanese independent. Despite not having a TV deal, 28,757 people were in attendance. Yes. Um, collecting over 1.2 million at the gate. 22 years ago today at WCW Saturday Night Taping, Lord Steven Regal defeated Lex Luger to win the WCW World Television title. 17 years ago today on Raw is War from Sacramento, California, Sarah defeated DDP. This is the only ever match for the then wife of The Undertaker. The show's best remembered for Kurt Angle spoiling Austin Appreciation Night by hosing the alliance with Milk. I mean, Local so, do you think we should have a... Um, I think so. Why not? Go for it. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to do it. If I say I'm going to do it, I will. <laughs> if I say I do it, I will. Okay. Okay. Stupid advertisement. We are expecting, as we said, hopefully this afternoon, the King and Queen of Madness, ladies and gentlemen. King NWO, uh, um, George Smith and Michelle Mendoza, as well as Mr. Bowser, Chad Inshaw, and of course, hopefully, the Heartbreak Kid on. Yep. 
And I got it. Okay. And while I was watching that, we'll let him cue that up. I will be back in my song. You can play that, and I'll be right back. Okay. One of the best raw moments ever. Indeed, no doubt about it. Please continue. Yeah. All right, I will. Fifteen years ago today in Nashville, Tennessee, Michael Shane defeated Chris Sabin and Frankie Kazarian in an Ultimate X match to win the TNA X Division Championship. Twelve years ago today, WWE presented SummerSlam from the TD. Bank North Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. It featured the final WWE match of Hulk Hogan as he defeated Randy Orton. Eleven years ago today, WWE announced that Ashley Mazzaro would participate in the fall edition of Survivor. Ten years ago today, Gail Kim leaves TNA after three years with the company. Also on that same day, Jimmy Saeed Weba, known to wrestling fans as Skander Abar, died of prostate cancer in Garland, Texas, at the age of 75. Damn. Also on that same day, Serena Deeb was released from WWE. That's right, and of course we all know her as a member of the State of Society. Yep. Seven years ago today, Matt Hardy was arrested and subsequently released from TNA. Hardy was arrested for falling a single car accident where he hit a tree. Though he walked away uninjured, he was charged with driving while intoxicated. Yes. Um, There were plans for the Hardys to reunite Bound for Glory in October. Three years ago today, John Cena granted his 500th wish on today. That's pretty cool, though, when you think about that. That is pretty cool. Yeah. 
Happy 55th birthday, or 54th birthday, to Tori. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right, so I think that's it. I do have a couple more birthdays, however, real quick, however. Byron Saxon, poor guys can tell him to shut up on his birthday, however. He's 37 today as well. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Uh, thank you very much, John. And, of course, uh, as always, John has your birthday today supplied every day here on the Talk Show Radio Network, ladies and gentlemen. However, he once again came through in the clinch shower as he normally does, ladies and gentlemen. It was a very interesting uh, today thing, so we'd like to hear from you all now. one 605 This is episode 154 for August 20, 2018. Now, of course, as you know, a lot of people starting school again and starting up school this week, however. Some of them starting next week, however, and after Labor Day, but folks, however, we definitely uh, got you uh, in your basement covered here this afternoon here on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, here as we are expecting a boatload of guests here, hopefully here between now and 5 o'clock hour. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk now about TakeOver, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, to get everyone's thoughts hour. And we'll start it off, of course, with, of course, the human suplex machine. And now I see joining us on the line, even though he's a little late, however, he's here to join us here. just in time for the TakeOver discussion. It is the Heartbreak Kid, ladies and gentlemen. It is our good friend, Fonzie. Fonzie, we are just in time for the TakeOver discussion. Welcome to episode 164. Fonzie, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, bear with the noise uh, if you can. Our son is at Starbucks right now, Howard, so we're uh, having a little difficulty here as well. But we're getting ready to talk about, uh, like I said, Howard, about TakeOver, Howard, and then we'll talk about SummerSlam as well. So let's get into TakeOver discussion, guys, and break it down for you extra notes to tell you who did what, however. Of course, here are your matches. The first match of the night, of course, was a warm-up match, Howard, Bianca Belair taking on Deanna Peruzzo. So uh, Bianca, of course, ends up winning that match in four to six minutes. So there you go. Pete Dunne, of course, took on Zach Gibson for the U.K. title. Pete Dunne retains the U.K. title there in 14 minutes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you first on this one. Your thoughts about the first two matches of the evening in the pre-show. I missed those two. Well, they, uh, they did not air them on the network, but they will air... Uh, one of them, yeah. however, the Pete Gets Done Gibson match this week on NXT, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, coming up uh, on Wednesday night on the WWE Network, so be sure to check that out, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it should be worth watching, if you will, however, so be sure to watch very carefully as far as that goes. Uh, but uh, those are your first two matches of the night. Uh, John, I'll go to you next, Tarot. Your thoughts about the first two matches of the show? Same as Fonzie. I missed them, too. Okay, no problem then. That's fine. But as I said, folks, definitely check out the Pete Dunn-Zach Gibson match this week. However, on the WWE Network, they will be airing it on Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, on their beginning at 8 p.m. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, is our first match of the evening, the Undisputed Era taking on Mustache Mountain. As a result, the Undisputed Era, however, looked pretty good here. As a result, they won the opening contest in about 18 minutes, however, and as a result, however, ended up defeating uh, Mustache Mountain here. Uh, John, I'll start with you on this one. Your thoughts about the opening match between Mustache Mountain and the Undisputed Era? John, are you there? Okay, I think we're having a tough time hearing John right now. Let's go to Fonzie. Fonzie, your thoughts about the opening match here at TakeOver? Oh, 
Yeah, I liked it. It was awesome. But Indeed, I lost. Good... I lost this match. I'm yeah. here. Okay, welcome back, John. Uh, we were just talking about the Undisputed Era, however, versus uh, Mustache Mountain. Of course, we saw what happened there. Let's get your thoughts, however. Um, good match. Good match. Yes. Close I would to 20 agree. minutes. Like you told me. Minutes, yes, it was close to 20 minutes. I agree. No doubt. It was a very entertaining match. And, of course, the Undisputed Era is showing once again how that they are. One of the toughest teams out there, of course, referring to Roderick Strong and, of course, uh, his partner, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Of course, Bobby is still out of action, but he will be returning hopefully very soon from the CND and he suffered earlier this year. And, of course, uh, they did not have their uh, good friend Adam Cole with them because Adam Cole was prepared for his match. And we'll talk more about that in just a little bit, if you will, Howard. But up next, of course, it was the Velveteen Dream taking on EC3. John, you got this one right, however, believe it or not, it's the Velveteen Dream, however. Let's I did. Made, made it a very special happy birthday for him, however, as he told Vince to hire him, however. EC3 ends up going down, however. So, since you had the dream right, however, I will go to you uh, uh, this time. What were your thoughts about this match between the dream and EC3? I did have good match, yeah. and I did get it right. Wow. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And we definitely tip our cap to you, no question about it. A very good uh, call on your, that match. No doubt that you called it right on the money indeed. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about the Velveteen Dream in EC3 with the Dream picking up the win? Yeah, uh, it was a great match. Lost yeah. this one, I guess. Yep. It, Indeed, it was very entertaining. Of course, I was wrong on this one, too. I think this was one of the few I had wrong on the evening. Of course, I did call the Undisputed Era on the money house. So I started out with a bang. I think we all started out with a bang, except for some people at Mustache Mountain. And then, of course, we saw the Velveteen Dream put down EC3 to sleep, if you will. However, no pun intended, but EC3 put up a good fight nevertheless, however. Up next, the Ricochet, of course, going for the North American title, taking on Adam Cole, baby. And as a result, Adam Cole comes up a little short, no pun intended, if you will, and is no longer the North American champion. Fonzie, your thoughts about the Ricochet pulling off the upset with the 630 over Adam Cole and becoming the new North American champion? Yeah, I got this one wrong again. I was host for century in this freaking NXT. Yeah, you had a rough rough night picking, no doubt about it. You did have one wrong. You definitely, uh, like I said, had a rough night picking, no doubt about it, however. But uh, nevertheless, your thoughts about the match, though, in general, I'm saying. Uh, It was a wonderful match. It was awesome. Mm Mm-hmm, certainly. It was was entertaining. You were watching it, too. Yes, you and I were definitely watching it, of course, on the network there Saturday night. Uh, thank you very much, Fonzie. John, your thoughts about the matchup between uh, the uh, Adam, Adam Cole and, of course, uh, Ricochet? Yeah, good match. Good match between them. And would you say right now Ricochet could make a fine North American champion? Or do you think Adam Cole is going to use his rematch to get back his title? I think Adam Cole is going to use his rematch clause. I would agree there, no question about it. But, uh, you know, Adam Cole, of course, one time the North American champion, had it for over 133 days, if you will. So, of course, uh, that was the longest playing day, however, of Adam Cole. He won it back in the arms. Now the question is, can Ricochet 
Uh, he pushes it, or at least comes close to maybe talking. Walks away and sees, but the ricochet picks up the win here. You know, 15 and a half minutes or 15 and a quarter minutes, if you will, he come to do North American champion, if you will. Up next, of course, Kari Zane taking on Shayna Baszler for the women's title. This is the one I called right, however, as Kari Zane is your new women's champion. Uh, I'm going to say this match is entertaining and good. John, your thoughts about Shayna Baszler uh, losing her title to Kari Zane? This is one that you do not get right now. I know, right? I know. I know but, but your thoughts yeah. about the match overall? Yeah, I was really expecting Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey both become champions. Well, happy that way. Well, we do Corey Stane the benefit of the doubt, Howard, now that she is upsetting Shayna for the title, Howard. Yeah, she's going to make a good champion. Indeed, and of course, Shayna, of course, as you know, was less than a week away from tying Emerald Moon, six all time. She was about two months away from moving up the ladder, if you will, Howard. She just kept the ladder passing. Yeah, that was awesome. Of course, that match, ladies and gentlemen, over 13 and 13 and a half on the And then, ladies and gentlemen, we get to the big one, the Almighty One himself. And Fonzie and I were geeking out like crazy. We definitely saw a great one here. Tommaso Chiappa, Johnny Gargano, who may have blown out his team, could be out of action for a little while, depending on how much the black is back in the game. But right now, Sicilian Stressman Man himself, Howard, is stretching the competition very thin, however, as far as his title range goes. And right now, he is still the champion. With that said, he defeated Johnny Wrestling. Uh, John, I gotta ask you your thoughts on Chiappa Gargano 3, with Chiappa retaining here despite the fact that Gargano blew out a knee. Yeah. I mean, what? Good match. Not, not unlike the previous ones in New Orleans and Chicago, but still a good one. I would have to agree there, even though that one was, both of them were very good, but I would say this one is just about up there with those two, no doubt about it. Fonzie, I know you were excited about this match going in, Howard, and at the end, you came out uh, pretty impressed with both of these guys. I guess. Let's get your take on uh, Gargano and Chiappa. Yeah, that was awesome. Indeed. And with that said, folks, there's our uh, thoughts of TakeOver 4. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give this show about a 7.5 out of 10. Fonzie, what would you rate this one? Same, same. And John? Same. Same? Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Those are our thoughts about TakeOver uh, Brooklyn, if you will. Of course, the next TakeOver, ladies and gentlemen, will be TakeOver War Games, ladies and gentlemen, coming up November 17th, live from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, ladies and gentlemen, followed by TakeOver Phoenix in January, if you will, the night before the Royal Rumble. Now, before we get into SummerSlam talk, ladies and gentlemen, as we reminded you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we did talk about what happened with the whole title situation. Uh, Fonzie, you were a little late coming in, however. We already got John's thoughts, however. I know you're going to have a lot to say about this, however. But let's get your early impression, however, of what happened, however, with the whole uh, finish between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar after I told you about it, along with uh, uh, John. Uh, Michelle was quick to point this out to both me me firsthand, and of course the last kicker, Henry Rickenbach. Then I let you know, I let uh, John know, I let uh, 
our friend in Florida, Mr. WCW, know how right now this is definitely uh, coming down to be a very controversial, questionable uh, matter. Let's get your take on the matter. It's fucking horseshit. You know, where this came from, you know, what, they went back, they went underneath the, the hood. Looked like a, looks like a NFL replay, NFL challenge, you know? Yeah. Uh, bunch of fucking horseshit. Why did they put it to the replay at their show on the big screen? Everybody can see it. Then it's like, okay, you know, uh, we start the match. Wherever we begin that, we start it. But that's fucking horse shit. You know, that's horse shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I would have to agree there, no question about it. I think a lot of people will agree with you there, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, i got to ask you how our overall – I mean, John said there could be some type of tournament here. Uh, I have to ask you the question as well. Do we see a tournament-type thing going on, or do you think uh, we see a rematch tonight on Raw? Well, um, hey, how you doing? Good. I don't know, because Brock Lesnar left. So, yeah. Um, Can I have an Oreo fudge? You might might see uh, Uh, a monster in the bank cash his thing in tonight. Um, Yeah. uh, I think he might have a tournament. I don't know. Yeah, no question. Very good point. Very good point. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, we will be watching. Small, medium, large. Very, very. Huh? God, but small, medium, large. Large. We'll definitely uh, keep an eye on that. No question about it. And, of course, uh, bear with us here. As we said, folks, John is ordering his... his beverage to drink, let's say, here this afternoon. As he's given us... If he's giving us an update here from Starbucks, how are they? You know, he's laying us down what's going on. So, uh, that's okay, John. No problem there. Uh, let's uh, talk now about uh, SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, as we said, a lot went down, of course, so, far, so we don't have to talk about the main event, although we can tell you that match, of course, went six minutes even. And, of course, Roman Reigns did win. But did he win? That's the bigger question. We don't know, however. We'll talk more about that here in just a little bit. Now, a quick side note on uh, SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen, and TakeOver. First off, TakeOver, I can tell you, 14,896 packed into the venue on Saturday night. That's 14,896. Last night, however, supposedly 16,000 and change packed into SummerSlam. So, folks, Brooklyn has had two good crowds so far the last couple nights. It's going to be interesting to see what they do tonight, obviously, with Raw and, of course, with SmackDown tomorrow night from the Barclays Sound. Now, next week, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, of course, ladies and gentlemen, how our WWE will be coming to you live from Gerard T. Smith's neck of the woods. Yes, folks, oh, Canada will be the place to be next Monday and Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, as the superstars invade, however, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, ladies and gentlemen. And believe me, Howard, it's going to be pretty crazy, to say the least. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that this Friday and Saturday at the Santa Clara Convention Center, come meet Becky Lynch and, of course, uh, Paige on Friday and Hello?
happened? What happened? What happened there? Me? No. no, not you. I don't know what happened. Something happened. I was listening to them. Johnny, there. I think we lost John. We'll get back to him in a minute. But folks, uh, we also want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that coming up tomorrow from 1230 to 2 p.m. at 139 West 32nd Street, Tower, come meet Naomi and Jimmy Uso, ladies and gentlemen, as they will be signing autographs Tower, at the Tap Out Fitness Gym on 32nd Street. That's tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, coming up. Yeah, I, don't know why, I don't know why you guys got me off the call because I, I was just looking to see what's going on. So just keep going if you think you know what you're doing. Wait a minute, is this Roddy K? Hello? Apparently we have something going on, guys. I'm not sure what the heck's going on. We're going to have to look into this. But anyway, folks, uh, we want to remind you that coming up, of course, as I said, this next Thursday, however, from 4 to 8 and from 5 to 9, meet Triple H, AJ Styles, The Miz in Charlotte at the Metro Toronto Convention Center next Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, as they will be in T-Town. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, of course, September 3rd and 4th, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw, a couple weeks from tonight, we'll be coming to you from uh, Columbus, Ohio, if you will, from near the Ohio State University at the Seanstein Center. Tickets are still available there near the Ohio State University campus, if you will. And then Tuesday, September 4th, ladies and gentlemen, the superstars head to Detroit. That's from Detroit Rock City. Okay, thank you very much, John. I think we had a small blip there. But I was telling everyone that coming up September 4th, the Superstars will be invading Detroit Rock City at the Little Caesars Arena. Tickets go on sale, I believe, this Saturday for that show in Detroit coming up the Tuesday after Labor Day, ladies and gentlemen, on September the 4th. Uh, John, we were just talking about, um, so we haven't done any matches yet. We already talked about one of the matches already. But like I said, I did mention the crowd, however, what it was like, however, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are also, like I said, apparently having... What's going on here, man? Everybody's fucking this shit up. What the fuck? What are you guys doing here? You guys are a bunch of rookies. What? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Something's not. Hey, buddy, you don't call us out like that. All right, I'm removing him. I got him. Okay, we're back. So it's us three again here, folks. Uh, sorry about that, folks. We were having a little technical difficulty here in the studio this afternoon. I mean, something's going on here. We're not sure what it's about. But uh, John, myself, and Fonzie are here, the big three here. And if anyone, uh, like I said, has any issues with us, Har, uh, we will take you. Uh, we're going to take some serious action against you. I'm sorry to say. But let's get back into SummerSlam talk now, guys. Uh, like I said, however, apparently. Sorry, JD. Uh, sorry. Wait a minute. Who said sorry? I was defend. I was defending you guys. I know. Thank you, John, and that's okay. And I appreciate that, John. Thank you very much. And like I said, we're gonna keep an eye on the season who this mystery caller is. But like I said, folks, we'll talk more about that here in just a little bit here. Let's get into some of my talk. Wait, hold on a second. Apparently, we have a caller on the caller with us right now. Uh, caller, uh, please state your.
Hello? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Donnie there? Hello? John, I can hear you.
Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Okay, John, you're here? I can hear you. John, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, John. Okay, yeah. John's back. Okay. All right, we're back, John. Okay, good. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure what's going on here. What the? Um, who the hell? What the? I don't know. We're having some very difficult difficulty here this afternoon. Something's not going on. Something's going on today, Howard. Like I said, we, we like I said we can hear you. We were just talking about the match. We lost Fonzie. Hopefully, Fonzie will get back with us here in just a few minutes. We were just talking about the first three pre-show matches. However, uh, let's get your take on Andreas Sinalmas defeating Rusev and Lana in seven minutes. Your thoughts? Well, you forgot Selena Vega. Yes, yes, Selena Vega too. Thank you. Yes, you're right. But go ahead. Your thoughts, please. Um, good tag team match. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, indeed. I would agree there. Yeah. Did uh, Aiden English interfere? I think he tried to. I remember hearing, but I think he tried, but he ended up caught. Let me see here. Uh, Yes, apparently, however, no, actually he didn't. Vega pinned Lana with a roll-up using the ring ropes as leverage to win the match. No, Uh, he did not interfere. He didn't interfere this time, no. Oh, funny, he would. Yeah, I thought so, too. Lana. But I do... But I do think they, that, that the split is coming with those two, no question about it. Up next, Cedric Alexander pins Drew Pepperjack Gulak with a roll-up to retain the Cruiserweight title. Your thoughts about this one? Um, Good match. <laughs> but Drew's and not course, the Cruiserweight champion. Nope, and of course, going into the match, we heard that uh, Brian Kendrick and gentleman Jack Gallagher, the Mary Poppins mustachio umbrella nerd, were barred from the ringside area by Drake Maverick, the 205 Live GM, a.k.a. Rockstar Spud, if you will. Up next, the B team keep their winning ways going with an undefeated streak, however, as they end up beating the Revival as they bury the Revival once again. Your thoughts about this one? Um, not good. I would definitely agree there, no question about it. I would definitely agree there, no question about it. We'll have to wait and see what happens next involving the B team, ladies and gentlemen, and where they go from here, but time will only tell. Uh, from there, we go into SummerSlam itself with our first match of the evening. Seth Rollins with Dean Ambrose defeating the show off Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre, and as a result, however, we saw the win go to Seth Rollins. However, your thoughts about this one? Good match. I gotta say, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Up next, of, up next, of course, the new day, of course. But I'm wondering if he's gonna bl- bring back the Intercontinental Title Open Challenge. He has to. Oh, I was just gonna ask you that question. That's a very good question. Leads me to. I was just gonna bring up actually, John. You bring up a good point. Yeah, I would. I would think so. I mean, he was a good champion for about a month and a half with Ziggler. Unless Ambrose turns heel. Yeah, that's true. Unless uh, Ziggler, unless Ambrose does turn heel tonight and tax his former Shield brother, if you will, and go after that title and take it away from Rollins, so I'll have to wait and see. That's right. But you never know. Ziggler or McIntyre could uh, get another crack at that belt because they do have that rematch in their contract. But we will definitely be watching that very carefully. Thank you very much, Sir John. Good point indeed. Up next, the Bludgeon Brothers took on the New Day. The New Day, however, well, they won by disqualification, but they ended up paying the price tower as the Bludgeon Brothers, let's just say, bludgeoned them here in 10 minutes, however. Your thoughts about this one? Good match. Good. Yes, and of course, the end came, of course, with the Bludgeon Brothers losing by disqualification. Thanks for the hand. And using their mallet. Yes, using their mouse indeed. Very good point. Yes, indeed. Very good point, John. Up next, of course, we had Ron Strowman take on Mr. 
uh, let's just say, money in the bank or tail in the bank, if you would call it. But Kevin Owens is taking some time off, we understand now, however, because Braun Strowman ended up making short work of him here inside of two minutes. Your thoughts about this one? Mm-hmm. I guess I can say KO didn't, didn't have much fight left in him. No, he didn't. And we'll definitely be watching this very carefully. Sonny, if you want to talk about something else real quick, go right ahead. I'll be right back in about two seconds. All right. As J.D. said, if anyone has a problem with us, we'll, we'll take care of you, and we'll make sure you never come back. Whoever you are, Mr. Caller, if you call back here again, I will give you a piece of my mind. Okay, I'm back. And I can tell you right now, folks, we're going to be helping here in back in just a few moments from the heartbreak kid pod. Up next, of course, we saw Charlotte Flair defeat Carmella defeating Becky Lynch, but of course, big surprise here is not that Charlotte won the title this morning, although she picked up a big her uh, arsenal, if you will. It was the aftermath, however, of what happened, ladies and gentlemen, involving, of course, with Becky Lynch going full-blown heel. John, I will ask you a two-part of this. Your thoughts about the match, and was this worth seeing Becky Lynch going heel? When I saw this, when I saw the aftermath of Becky turning heel, I was like, I was like, I was hoping one of them was, was going to turn on the other. And when I saw Becky Lynch being upset that her title shot was stolen a few weeks ago, I thought this, this plants the seeds for a future heel turn. Right. I would agree. I would definitely agree. And I was right. Yes. No doubt. No doubt about it. That is correct. You bring up a very good point, however. And do you think right now, however, this will benefit Becky in the long run? I mean, do you think this heel turn is the right thing for her, at least at this point in time? Do you think, however, it was done a little too little too late? Uh, it was the right time. I would definitely agree there. Very good point indeed. Thank you very much, John. And uh, up next, ladies and gentlemen, was a very unique match, of course. The one we talked about moments ago, Samoa Joe defeated AJ Styles by disqualification. However, despite the fact that AJ Styles are was crazy, however, because of what happened with Samoa Joe involving AJ's wife and little girl. Your thoughts about this? There's a fine line in winning and losing, JD. Yes. But you cannot keep you cannot keep your emotions in check when someone's making threats at your wife. Yes. Oh, I'm yes. Sorry. I would definitely. I would definitely. No, I agree. I would agree. Very good point. Yes, that that is a very good point to bring up there. And I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people will agree with you there. I mean, there's a lot of people would definitely uh, say the same statements. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about it. But we'll uh, talk more about that in time here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Just bear with us here. We're uh, trying to get some things uh, done here, ladies and gentlemen. While we're doing this, of course, talking about fine line. However, we're going to leave this in the mid with Ryan match. Of course, we talked about what happened here. However, let's just say a lot of things going on, however, involving that goes. But, uh, John, in the end, the Miz wins, however, thanks to some reason, uh, Brass Knox, given Brass Knox, shall we say, to the Miz, and Daniel Bryan ended up being on the short end of the stick of this one. 
This one, uh, of course, and now I see the heartbreak kid has now returned as welcome back to the line. Of course, this one, 23 minutes and change. The Miz ends up winning here, so there you go. So I'll get your thoughts here in a minute on the Miz, Daniel Bryan, but uh, let's welcome back Fonzie. Fonzie, we're just going through the card here and talking about the matches. We were sorry about what happened there moments ago, ladies and gentlemen, but let's get Fonzie's take now on the matches in general. Fonzie, we'll start off with the pre-show. Uh, I know you didn't see much of the pre-show, Howard, but uh, let's get your thoughts on one word answer or two. You can give us your answer. Andres and Almas, of course, and Selena Vega end up defeating Rusev and Lana. Your thoughts about this one? I missed this one. Okay, no problem. I missed this match, yeah. Okay, no problem, no problem. Uh, but your thoughts about the match in general with uh, Selena and uh, Almas beating Rusev and Lana, I mean, overall. I mean, I knew you missed it, but do you have anything else you want to add to this match? Uh, no. Okay, no problem, no problem there. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, let's uh, let's see here. I'm trying to do this here while we're working on this too, ladies and gentlemen. So bear with me here, folks. Uh, up next, of course, was uh, Cedric Alexander versus uh, Drew Gulak. No uh, Ryan Kendrick. No uh, Jack Gallagher. Mary Poppins. Uh, Mustachio uh, Umbrella Nerd allowed at ringside by Drake Maverick. Cedric wins this one here against. Uh, Mr. Gulak, your thoughts about this match? It was a very good match. Yes, very I'm good definitely. match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Uh, up next, of course, uh, the B team be- defeating the Revival, however. Your thoughts about this one? Uh... <sighs> I missed this one. Okay, no I problem, think. no problem. I think so. Uh, yeah, no I missed this one. Yeah, I missed this one. Okay, no problem there. No problem there. Up next, of course, the first match of the night, obviously, of course, was Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. We saw what happened. John gave us our thoughts, however, mind you, however. Uh, your thoughts about this one? Hmm. I caught the new day. Next match after Seth Rollins. I missed this one. Remember I told you? Yeah, I know, but uh, give us your thoughts. I I heard Seth Rollins beat Dolph Ziggler, which is good. Yes. 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 That's about it. Shit. Oh, well, I uh, John. John asked. I asked John this question, Howard, and I will ask you this question. Do you see down the road maybe Dean Ambrose going after Seth Rollins in that title, or do you think maybe somehow, some way, we're going to see something happen where along the lines we're going to see maybe uh, possibly maybe uh, Dolphin Drew uh, find a way to get that rematch in? Ah, uh, rematch, I think. Okay, no problem there. Thank you very much. All right, you talked about the New Day and, of course, uh, the match with the Bludgeon Bar, so I'll leave you to this next one. Your thoughts about this one? I thought it was a very good match, but uh, Bludgeon Bars are too too powerful. I don't think anybody can beat them. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I think the only one team I think that could stop them, however, uh, like I said, the one team I think that could stop them and this is just me saying it, I think Howard could be maybe Sanity. It could be uh, the bar. You never know. We'll have to wait and see. But we'll definitely be watching this very carefully. 
Up next, of course, was the matchup power involving, however, what was match number three? I can't remember now here. The women's triple know. threat. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, let me just double check here to be sure. I think you're right. Yet, yeah, no, 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 it was Braun Strowman and uh, Kevin Owens. Was it? Yeah, because that that was number that was the fourth that was the uh, third match. The, the triple threat was next. That was fourth. But your thoughts about Braun Strowman defeating KO in two minutes hour? I mean, KO's been there's talk about that KO was not even a match. That was not even a match. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it only went two minutes long. It only went yeah. two minutes though. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was not even a match. I can't talk about that one. Yeah. I told you, I was like, I I put the monster, I picked the monster. I was like, it ain't going to be no match. No contest. No. It was pretty much a no contest. You're right. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, up next was the match you were just talking about. How it was the triple threat, however, mind you, involving, uh, like I said, like I said, uh, Charlotte, Becky, and uh, Carmella. I will ask you your thoughts about this one. And also, was this, however, like I said, uh, your thoughts about Charlotte winning, and was this the right time for Becky to go full-blown heel? Let's get your take on both of these. I was shocked uh, that Becky Lynch did that to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, bad sportsmanship on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, give it, give it to the queen. Yes, yeah. give her to the queen. You know she deserves it. She did it. Yeah, Becky came up short. So yeah, so uh, the fifth time WWE uh, Women's Champion was the queen. Yeah. So you might see, you might see Becky challenge Charlotte. In the Hell in a Cell match in five weeks. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens, folks. I mean, no question about it. We'll know down the road what's going to happen, of course. As you know, Hell in a Cell is coming up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, September 18th, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, 16th, I should say, live on the WWE Network. Two days after my birthday. Yeah. Live from San Antonio, Texas, ladies and gentlemen, in Shawn Michaels' hometown. Of course, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Let's just say how our minds you have. I guess I'll have to wait and see. However, I mean, like I said, only time will tell. Uh, but yep. uh, you never know. However, uh, like I said, however, I'm, I'm definitely going to be. Uh, we'll be watching this very, very carefully. Of course, yeah. up next, ladies and gentlemen, was very interesting. However. Uh, was a very unique match, however. Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. Your thoughts about the match in general there? This was the the best. Uh, this was a very, 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 very good match till the end when uh, Samoa Joe took the mic and yes. disrespect his uh, his wife. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's, and and like we said, I don't think this. I mean, we, and like John said, how I don't think this feud is far from over. Believe this one is far, far, far from over. Definitely be watching very carefully here, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be watching that very carefully. Up next, of course, the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. This is the one you came in on, Howard. Uh, your thoughts about this one? 
Miz has a cheap shot at it again. Yep, he had used Pratt's way to cheat. But, yep, and, uh, yep. And he used cheat, you never get caught. So he never got yeah. caught. So. Yeah, but he used Pratt's knocks, which I thought was bullshit. When you think about it, though. Yeah. I'm not saying it's sour about it, but you know what, though? I think it was BS2. I agree with you there. So I used to yeah. the same thing, right? Yep. All right. Up next, of course, is one of our final three matches of the show. Finn Balor taking on Constable Corbin. John, I'll start with you. This no, time. actually, about four ma- four, final four matches of the show. Well, we already... No, final three. We already broke... Well, okay, yeah, you're right. Finn versus Corbin. Uh, your thoughts about this one? It was good to see Finn break out the demon character. I would agree there. No question about it. Fonzie, your thoughts about Finn breaking out the demon character here against uh, Constable Corbin? This is awesome. This match only took two minutes. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. It was another two-minute squash. You're right. You were correct about that. You were uh, 100% right on that. No doubt about it. I guess KO and Baron Corbin all have one thing in common now. They both got squashed. Yeah. And I wonder why Finn and I wonder why Finn didn't bring the demon character at WrestleMania. Yeah, I was wondering that too. That, that's a very good point you bring up, John. Because he wasn't because he didn't he didn't really want to didn't really want the demon character in the triple threat match. I don't think, because he wasn't a big storyline with nobody. Uh-huh. Right, yep. I was just saying how, I mean, hold on a second. Uh, like I said, I mean, very good point, however, like I said, however, I mean, that's a very good point, however, I mean, there was talk at one point, however, they wanted, uh, like I said, uh, him to uh, do the demon thing this past year, however. And that was the idea. And at the last minute, they kind of went away from it. They kind of uh, backed away from it. Because they weren't for sure, however. How it was, uh, what the hell is that noise? That's me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Fonzie. No, 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 I thought it was just somebody who's going to come in and say what they want to say before. Like I said, I mean, we're just having a tough time, like I said, just okay, but only that's fine now. Like, we're out here and just getting done here as we should be here later, and we are going to be expecting hopefully. Here in just a few minutes from Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, along with the Black Widow, of course, and King Edward R.C. Smith, who again we want to wish a happy 21st birthday to from a few days ago, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, we also might have a surprise as well, you never know, folks. Anyway, up next, of course, was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Jeff Hardy, however. Shinsuke ends up beating Jeff Hardy. Fonzie, I'll go to you this time. Your thoughts about Shinsuke, however, mind you, however. However, mind you. So, uh, that being said, give us your thoughts about Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy. Who, me? No, Fonzie's going first this time. I'm going to ask you something. Uh, You're next one. What was the match? I'm sorry, JD. Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy. Uh, 
this was not even a, a contest. Um, then the Viper showed up, saw Jeff yep. Hardy laying, and walked right back to the back to the, 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 the back uh, to the locker room again, the backstage. So I don't know what the hell was that all about. We'll find out too tomorrow night on SmackDown Live. And uh yeah, that was strange. Uh, I thought Jeff Hardy was gonna win but uh Nakamura won again. So Yes he did, no question about it. Very good point indeed. Uh John, your thoughts about Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy? Uh Nakamura and Hardy, okay match, but the ending was crazy with Harney hitting the Swantine, trying to hit the Swantine, but on the apron, but he missed. Yeah, he did, no question about it. And like, like uh, John, like Fonzie said, and you said, John. I mean, it was a very entertaining match. I mean, a lot of people had a lot of opinions about that, no question about it. Uh, very interesting uh, observation there, no question about it. However, <laughs> that being said, however, that is what happened there. Thank you very much, there, guys. And then, of course, we go to our semi-main event, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss by submission. Uh, i got to say, this was okay, but it wasn't great. Fonzie, your thoughts about Ronda Rousey, now that you're a new woman's champion, defeating Lil Miss Bliss? Love it. Love it. She yes. she said she was going to do what she was going to do, and she did. She did. She ripped her shoulder off her collarbone. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what Indeed. a cry baby says now. So. Yes, indeed. And I think I hear something in the background. Uh oh. And before we get into our main event, I think we hear something in the background, Howard, and I can only imagine it's a saw being sawed right through the middle, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to find out here where that saw is coming from here in just a moment, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, hopefully we'll have that answered here in a minute. Uh, with the caller of the saw, please reveal his identity. Booty time. Say it again. Yes, sir. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, for episode 154 here live from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Howard. He is Ric Flair's favorite party time neighbor, ladies and gentlemen, and he was celebrating SummerSlam in a big way where... There is some controversy coming out of SummerSlam. We'd like to hear his take on this and takeover, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome the head CEO of the WCW Radio Network, ladies and gentlemen. He is the one, the only, ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, let's just say, man, who definitely is the constable in our network, however. And no, he's not like Constable Corbin, however, a little kiss-ass, but he definitely rules with an iron fist, ladies and gentlemen. He is the Highlander, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to 154. Hey, nice, still the karaoke for a minute. Yeah, karaoke for a minute. Indeed. Uh, Fog, I don't see why in the world you haven't been on American Idol. You need to get yeah. on there, man. I mean, you, you get you a contract, man. <laughs> yeah, that's And, Fog, before we get to that, I got to do this. Fog, I say this with respect. I can see it now right here. Please welcome making his American Idol debut, the... The hugely popular Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Hey, guys, that's when I would watch that show. 
Other than, otherwise, yeah. I won't watch it at all. There you go. Yeah. Go ahead, JD. Please, uh, please. As I said, however, we're definitely welcome you to 154, and definitely, as we were just talking about, we definitely had a lot to discuss. How involving last night's show, the big topic, obviously, of discussion of the hour, of course, is going to be obviously, however, what happened with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. But overall, before we get your take on that, let's get your early take of last uh, Saturday night's takeover. Your thoughts about that? Well, like, well, JD. I, obviously, first off, I was there. Uh, of course, we got the special edition Power Hour Saturday night, and all I gotta say about it, by the by, by the express, by the uh, by the noise and the excitement and the and the words and everything that I heard you and Fonzie say over and over and over on Saturday night, I tell you, uh, this show was. This was exceptional. Uh, it was, uh, like I said, downright indeed. That NXT has really turned, as I said, Emerald Lagasse would say that they kicked it up a notch. Uh, especially that uh, that last man standing match was, I think, was really the uh, was the as they say also the icing on the cake. Uh, so uh, all in all, I mean. What can you say about it? I mean, a new women's champion, a new North American champion. Uh, tag titles stayed the same. Seventeen uh, Dream getting a big upset win. I mean, especially the day before his birthday. Yep. I mean, unbelievable today. Yes. Unbelievable. And of course, everyone, Oh, I'm sorry. I did actually start a poll on the NXT US page about what everyone's thoughts and opinions were on that sh- on that show, and I can actually uh, I can actually tell you here that we do have one vote so far uh, about what the best match was at Takeover, and one person has voted saying that it was the North American title match so far for that. So, but there's like I said, the, the poll will be up for a while. So, like I said, if you want to post your opinions, we Love to hear it. Just go, like I said, to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NXT US Wrestling Future to post your uh, your your uh, opinion on what you thought was the best match. The North American title match, the, t- the NXT title match, the women's title, the tag team title, and the match between Velveteen Dream and EC3. So let's, 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 let's hear you mention, let's hear you talk about it here um, about, about this, folks. I'm sure we would love to hear what you had to say. Uh, JD, please continue. No question, and like you said, probably one of the better matches of the night, I think, that everyone will talk about and is still talking about, and of course, we've talked about the two matches they've had prior in New Orleans and Chicago. It was about right about up there with both of them. Tommaso Chiaffa, Johnny Gargano, of course, Johnny Gargano blowing out a knee, believe it or not. The question is, is he, bless you, the question is, will he be okay, bless you again, Will he be Thank able to you. get back in the welcome? Will he get back in the ring? How our time will tell. We don't know what his status is as of right now, but it must have been a busted kneecap. They're saying right now we're going to get more updates on this in the next few days. Hopefully, and give you further updates on that. But once again, Gargano Chiappa stealing the show. However, at Takeover Brooklyn last Saturday night. However, uh, Chad, I got to get your take on the third showing between Gargano Chiappa compared to the first two. These three. Or matches, however, between these three, is like the Steamboat Flair series of 89 when you look at these two. Yes, and I even said this, you heard, you and Fonzie heard me say this Saturday night, this would even surpass the feud between John Cena and Randy Orton, you know, several, multiple times they've met with each other. Uh, so, I mean, this right here was a dynamite match. They they really, 
they really uh, they really knew knew how to uh, you know kick it here um, Saturday night. It was just um, it was just unbelievable there, folks. So, like I said before, I mean, if you and of course don't take my word for it. Like I said, JD and Fonzie, of course, was there. You know, uh, giving their take on on this as well. Of course, it was a special edition of Power Hour. Got to go back and listen to that here, folks. And let me tell you what: if you thought JD and Fonzie were as excited about wrestling before, I think I think they pretty much blew the roof off the studio Saturday night. Yeah, I think <laughs> they do. <laughs> Boom, my man. So, yeah. uh, so the louder as any lightning has ever heard here either. So, um, but uh, um, but otherwise, I mean, I think I think the overall show was. Tremendous. I mean, I mean, they really just it just it just took the cake there. So, so no, no question. There, there you go. Speaking, I mean, what more can you say about it? Speaking of taking the cake, count. yep. And speaking of taking the cake, let's talk now about last night's SummerSlam. I know you're going to have a lot to say about this. Uh, certain matches, of course, we broke down the card X's and O's, but of course, we'll talk about we'll break them break them separately. We'll start off, obviously, of course, with the big one. Of course, the big one, Ronda Rousey becoming the new women's champion against Alexa Bliss. We saw Natty come out. We saw Nikki and Brie Bell in the ring with her. Your thoughts about Rowdy Ronda finally becoming the new women's champion? Well, I mean, it's been talked about. It's been said. I mean, people people were were doubting that she could do it. People were doubting people that and you have those that are saying, okay, well, I'm, we're pretty positive that you know that uh, that you know she could really they, they, she could really you know go for broke here, and and this this kind of proved right here is is like what we said, you know, the night after uh, the Bliss won the belt at Money in the Bank and all that. The thing about it is, is it's all going to come back to haunt her, and surely it did last night. It really, really did. Because, like I said, Alexa was scared to death. Far <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little Miss Bliss fan, Chad, but I, I would agree with you. Yeah, no question. I would agree, too. I mean, think about it. you got to think about this. Alexa hasn't been with me for very long. And, of course, Rhonda has another. But Rhonda has been, has been, has been, has been in those uh, pressure situations, you know, with UFC and all that for, for a while, right? And you know she's yep. used to, and and she and she's been against some of the best female competitors that UFC had to offer, and then now she, she's in she's in here with WWE. You know, I mean, I mean she had so many plays trying to mess with her. He was the game, uh, uh, Alicia Fox, and obviously Alexa Bliss. I mean, these two stand up. I mean, the only one low card. Let me tell you this: the only one right now in WWE really could possibly stand a candle. Ronda Rousey would possibly be Nia Jax, and she kind of proved that at Money in the Bank. And Ronda yeah. had that match one and two, of course, to deal with what Alexa did with the briefcase. But anyway, right. otherwise that was a tremendous matchup. It was good to see Natalia back out, of course, and of course being being, and of course, like I said, well, it was sentimental to me, and I kept watching this moment. It was on YouTube actually late last night, and I saw this. She came out wearing her dad's jacket. Uh, yeah, I saw that. That was very cool. That was very cool. I agree. And and and, and, and then to, and, and then to have, and then to have Nikki and Bree with her in the ring along with Natty and Ronda, that was a feel good moment. And of course, we know that Ronda, of course, also 
had the warrior face paint, if you will, a la Ultimate Warrior, which was really cool. Uh, very good point in D-Chat. And before we go on, we'd like to acknowledge our friend here with us now here on the line. We'd like to welcome him in along with Chad, myself, Fonzie, and John. Uh, another thing we'll talk about, and I'll get your thoughts here in just a second, Chad. I'm going to get uh, our friend's thoughts, too, on this Rousey thing, however, before we continue on and breaking down the card here. Uh, we'll turn it over to him now and get his thoughts about the Rousey Alexa thing. Um, I think it was a quick match. Uh, I see a lot of uh, offense from Alexa. I see a lot of offense from Alexa, and so it was just a one-sided match, in my opinion. I think they should have gave Alexa some time, at least to battle back with Ronda, but it was just, like I said, it was a squash match, if you want to call it. So it was a decent match, if uh, if you want to say that. Point indeed. Up next, I'll uh, get your thoughts on this, and we'll start with you this time. However, before I get Chad's thoughts, and we can get his thoughts on it, uh, your take on the whole Charlotte Becky Carmel thing with uh, Charlotte winning and Becky going heel? Mm, yeah, I know. I picked Becky for the win because, like I said, a lot of people are not getting their rematches uh, like they deserve. You know, I think Becky was uh, deserved of this title because, like I said, she's been having a rough. 2018 with you know her being injured and then um her not main event pay-per-views and so now she's still on the losing end but now she's turning heel against charlotte so I, i'm i'm kind of i don't know i'm kind of like co- confused on why like charlotte gets a lot of opportunities uh for the title and not work for it now so i don't know if it's like a like i'm not trying to bring her father into it but i don't know if it's like a you know flair family kind of thing or is it just you know um, Vince likes the Flair family. Uh, that's why they're, you know, earning title shots. But that's that's out of my comprehension, though. I don't really know. Right. Right. Yeah, very good, very good point. Indeed. No question about it. Very good point. Indeed. But do you also think that basically, however, it was the smart thing to turn Becky heel, in your opinion? Um. Well, I mean, what will she do now? Like, I don't think she can. Um, you know, get a match with uh, Charlotte. Uh, if she played, if they do a feud, it's probably going to be for the, not the title, right? Because I think Carmella is due for a uh, for a um, rematch uh, anytime she wants. She just because she lost it last night, so that's another thing coming for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. No question, no question. Very good point, indeed. Chad, let's get your thoughts about the women's match with Charlotte winning and Becky going heel. What was your take? Very shocking. Very shocking, indeed. Uh, there was some signs whenever I first noticed when Charlotte came out after she returned, um, saying, uh, came out to, to help Becky, you know, when, you know, Carmella kind of, uh, giving her, giving her a complete beat, beat down here and everything. And all of a sudden Paige putting Charlotte in a situation where if she beat Carmella, then she would be added to the match at SummerSlam that would make it a triple threat. Charlotte got by Carmella. But Becky was really not that pleased. Uh, and, of course, the ultimate, the ultimate sign was what happened, of course, obviously last night at SummerSlam. But also, I had read, I saw a video on YouTube in which Charlotte was being interviewed, of course, first off, being congratulated for winning the SmackDown Women's title. But also in the process, uh, uh, something that she said that uh, her and Becky really talked about, like, while they were traveling down, up and down the roads, Saying saying that uh, that you know uh, she it was Charlotte that asked Becky. He said, "You know, you're not going to be able to wrestle forever. I mean, what are you, what are your plans for like after wrestling?" 
and she was saying that Becky pretty much commented to her saying, well, I mean, it's hard to really say. I mean, you're right. You're not going to be you're not going to be wrestling for long. I'm sure there's a lot of things I'm sure that will happen. But uh, of course, but and then she says that Becky told her that well, you're a flair, so obviously it should be a little bit more easier for you. Um, and 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 then of course the other thing on top of it, uh, she said she she remember something that her dad, of course, the Nature Boy, told her, pretty much saying that if you have five people that walk away from you. Who you know that who have who have made it clear who 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 you know be real close friends and all that yeah you know then you got then you, you have it made well tonight like you said it went down from five to four yeah so I, I saw that I saw that a little bit I saw that earlier today and yeah that that was a little chilling to watch I mean that was very uh, out there no question uh, another match we'll talk about guys. And again, I'll get your both takes on this one, and I'll start with you this time, Chad. Was the AJ Styles Samoa Joe matchup? What did you think of this one? This one was also kind of uh, kind of shocking, well, uh, shocking as well. I mean, SummerSlam 2018 is going to be known as the as, as the summer as the as the SummerSlam uh, SummerSlam shocker, as I'm pretty much going to probably call it, because there was a lot of it. There was a lot of it here. This match right here pretty much added on to that. Do that there. I think pretty much Samoa Joe. I mean, as, as much as Samoa Joe and AJ know each other very well, like we said, wrestled all around the world, especially around TNA, Ring of Honor, you name it. They, they wrestle against one another, but they know each other quite well, so they don't have to prove anything to either one to 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 to, to, to each other because they because like I said, they teamed up with each other. They know how to think. They they've wrestled against each other many many times. They know how each other thinks and all. And I think Samoa Joe used that as a, an advantage to try to push a few buttons on AJ, knowing like to try to get into his head. I think it's a tactic to try to get the belt off him that easier. I mean, I don't know, but the thing about it is, I mean, I think Samoa Joe was that's what that's possible what his goal was. But I think he might have pushed too many buttons, and AJ pretty much went out, went completely, completely out, and just completely just wiped out. You know, just took down Samoa Joe with a chair. And then, you know, hearing what happened afterwards, uh, saying something to the, or something to the effect of that. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, do you think he went? To, do you think Joe went a little too far with his remarks against AJ's wife and his daughter? I think he did. I mean, because like I said, I mean, let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something. You've heard about a lot of these wrestlers talk about their families and how passionate they are for their families. They love their families to death, and that's why they're doing what they're doing is is is, is to is to is to help provide for them. And and whenever you know, whenever whenever the chips are down and everything like that, you know, mm-hmm. and and all the family understands the pain and the pressure, of course, of one of their loved ones being away for for so long, because like I said, they're out, because they're out there, uh, you know, busting their hind end and all that to entertain some entertain so many uh, so many fans and everything. I really I really think. Uh, I mean, the thing about AJ Styles, I've heard many, many stories about AJ Styles and how passionate he is for his family. And the thing about it is Samoa Joe knew that, and that's why he and that and that's what he used to try to get the belt off of him. I mean, the thing uh-huh. is, in a way, you know, he about had it done. But the thing about it, what he didn't realize was that was that that he pushed one too many, and he pretty much set AJ off. And that's how that's why the Samoa Joe won the match, but he didn't win the belt. And that's why AJ Styles just walked out of there, grabbed his family. And the, well, they said he even threw down the belt, and he just walked out. 
So yeah, um, well, we'll see what's going on. Yeah, we're definitely going to watch this very, very, no, very good point. I mean, we're definitely going to watch these uh, guys very carefully. Uh, like I said, I got your thoughts and I got our friend's thoughts here on this. I think I got our friend's thoughts on this one here, uh, unless he didn't give us his answer. Did our friend give us some thoughts about AJ and Samoa Joe? No, I didn't like, say anything about it. By the way, go me. ahead. Oh, sorry, that's right. I did. Sorry, DJ. Okay, let's go to him now with his thoughts on this one. Um. Well, like I said, it was a good back and forth match. Um. I know, like, we had a DQ in the match, which was kind of sad. Um, so now I think we're going to have part two of this match. Maybe at Hell in a Cell, if you're, if you're thinking right, maybe. Mm-hmm. So they might have a, a little cage match, I, 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 I assume, so, to settle it. And I hope uh, I hope Samojo wins this title. I mean, nothing against AJ, right? Like, he's been champ for a good right. eight months. Like, eight months is a long reign. But yeah, I, I think it's time to turn over the title to someone else, you know, give a, give someone else a chance. Yeah, very right. good point, very good point. Again, both good points, guys. I have one quick thing while I was saying. Sure. Can I have one quick thing? By all means, please, yes. Yeah, by all means, yeah. Probably this, knowing the feud he had with Nakamura, it's going to blow it off. It's going to blow it out. It's going to blow it out. Oh, I, oh, I would definitely. I think yeah, we'll all agree there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would, that, that's def- yeah, that's definitely agreement. Amazing. I think from all of us here, yeah. AJ and Nakamura had a good run even through WrestleMania and everything. But this one here with Samoa Joe, what, what, what Samoa Joe has done, he's ignited a fuse. And AJ, and he once he got AJ going, AJ cannot stop. So right now, right. this is oh, going yes. much bigger. I'm telling you, it mm. is. I mean, it's not, oh, it's, yeah. I, 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 would, I would agree with you, and I think, I think we'll all agree with you there. No question. Uh, up next, and now we'll go back to I'll start with our friend in Florida this time with this one. Uh, what about the Seth Rollins uh, Dolph Ziggler match with Seth regaining the title? What were your thoughts about this one? Um, so yeah, um, basically everyone said this was a good back and forth match. Like they both are technical wrestlers, they like to work on the ground, they have their own particular you know submission. So it was a mm-hmm. good fight, no, uh, no doubt. But I mean, with Seth winning it back, I mean, isn't this Kind of like what we see on SmackDown, the tag titles, like uh, it's kind of like um, you know, hot potato kind of thing. So one week New Day wins, one week Blood and Buzz. So it's kind of uh, gonna be that. And I don't know what is next for the Intercontinental title. You know, I don't know what who's gonna challenge next uh, for that title. If it keeps uh, it keeps mm-hmm. on going like this, I don't see anybody else challenging for the title. Yeah, very very good point indeed. No question about it. How are uh, Chad? Your thoughts about this? Uh, this was, this was, this was good. Of course, like I said, even when we matched up here, of course, with Drew McIntyre being in corner of Dolph and Dean Ambrose, of course, re- returning, of course, uh, the last, that last Monday night, uh, and uh, being in the corner of Seth. I think this is going to be a, uh, this is, this, this was the time, this was the time I, you know, there has to be between, and yes, even though, like I said, we're not all too crazy about Dolph, I mean, he is still, he still has the skills, he's had the skills there for a while, even mm-hmm. during the, Days he was in the spirit squad. We all remember that. Yeah. So I mean, no, no doubt about it. I mean, he he's uh, he's been a, a lot of my performer. There's no question, no doubt about that. So uh, I um, I think it was a killer matchup. And Seth Rollins, like I said, finally got finally got that. I mean, this this may put an end to this thing. I don't know. For all I know, that that Dolph could probably, if he had a rematch clause, he, you know you know he's going. You can guarantee he's probably going to end up cashing that in. So I mean. Um, and, and after that, I mean, who else? I mean, like, like our friend said, I mean, who else are you going? Who else are you going to get the challenge? I mean, yeah. there's there's yeah. one obvious answer that I have, 
And yeah. I'm not, I don't want to speculate too much about it. But it's been talked about that there's the possibility that Ambrose might even turn heel. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. I was just going to ask you both that question. That's a good question. I was, I I was just going to say, that was going to be my next question with both of you. Do we see Dean Ambrose down the road, however, maybe go after that IC title? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with you, Chad, on that one. I say yes. I, I say that, they're going to, that Ambrose is going to do something, I don't know, maybe before the next pay-per-view or sometime here next uh, couple, next little while. And I think that Ambrose is going to go after that bill next. No real question about it. Yeah, I would agree. Very good point. And we'll ask our friend in Florida the same question. Does Ambrose uh, go after that uh, IC title against Wallens, in your opinion? Hmm. Well, I mean, it's, it's not a bad choice, right? But um, but I think, like I said, Seth still has a little bit of uh, retribution to do with Dolph. So I think probably after all that, I yeah. see Ambrose in that, but I don't know when is the question, right? Like, is he gonna be out, is he gonna be challenging Seth after Hell in the Cell, or maybe another pay per view? So I think I think they might have that, but my problem with that is we've we've seen Seth and Dean, you know, um, fight before, so it's kind of be, gonna be um, a little bit of a uh, you know refresher. Like you'll be you'll be like, oh, didn't they fight like a few years ago uh, with each other? So. It'll, that's mm. the only problem I'll have. It's kind of it's going to be a redo kind of uh, feud, but I don't mind it. It's going to be a yeah. redo, but I don't mind it at all. all. Right, very good point. All right, guys, two more matches to look at, Howard, and we'll get everyone's take on this on our second one to talk about. But I will get your thoughts again, guys, because everyone gave their thoughts about this one, Howard, and uh, except you two. Uh, we'll start off with the uh, affair between uh, the Miz and Daniel Bryan, and I'll start it off with Chad this time. Chad, what were your thoughts about Miz Daniel Bryan? <laughs> Well, we knew what you were probably going to say about this, JD. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know there was a there was a debate I think between you and MLD earlier today on the chat box about this. Uh, yes. And there was been there has been one for the past uh, for the past several weeks leading up to SummerSlam about this match. Um, this was a back, this was a good back and forth match up here. Uh, even heard something. Something to the effect of, of I think, uh, uh, I think I heard something about, and correct me if I'm wrong about this. Maurice got involved in this. Yeah, she was brass knucks. Mm-hmm. And she, and it was something to the effect of she had the baby with her. Supposedly she had the baby in the stroller, and they didn't say anything about it. But all I know is I saw, unless it was a ruse the whole time. Well, well, like I said, well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you before I go any further with this. Ann and I were talking about this last night. And the thing about it is, if in fact, if that was the case and all, then what should have happened was there should have been a match between Maurice's baby and, and uh, Brie Bella's baby. I said the fisherman yeah. would have been the the fisherman would have been the diaper. Bert, Bert, and Monroe. <laughs> Bertie and Monroe. The young generation. Yes, I agree. Yeah, there you go. Yes. But otherwise, I mean, I thought it was a good one here. Uh, and, and the thing that I think Miz is pretty much is is pretty much is going to probably gloat about this tomorrow night, and he's pretty much going to say, "Well, Daniel Bryan didn't prove a darn thing because he lost to me." And um, I mean, I'm just I'm not, I'm not I'm not agreeing with it and all that. I mean, I tell you the truth, JD, I'm kind of like yourself. I'm not crazy about the Miz either, but I mean, I will give the man I will give the man his due. I mean, the man can't compete. Yeah, I will too. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, but, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, Daniel Bryan gave him a good run. I don't care what what. Miz will have to say about that, but I think Daniel Bryan gave the Miz a good run and all. It could have gone either way, but like I said, in this time it just kind of favored the Miz. So, 
Very good point. Very good point indeed, Chad. Uh, we'll get to our friend's pick now. How are your thoughts about Daniel Bryan and uh, The Miz? How are in this one? Um, so uh, it's going to be two parts for me. So the one part is, okay, so I think um, I think Daniel Bryan should have won because, like you said, backstage with Breeze, like, man, I wanted to, you know, fight for my dreams, but I don't think my dreams are going to be coming true because I'm, I came on the losing end. So I did watch that interview with the, with the backstage where Bree was talking to Daniel Bryan, like, no, you still have a chance to fight for your dreams. You know, nothing, nothing has changed. You know, you can still go out there and do it. And then he's like, I don't know about this. And then they cut the camera off. And then the second thing is, um, I know you've told me this about his contract. So you're saying he has, he still hasn't done paper. Yeah, he's about a week, like, week and a half to go. And they're talking about having him resigned. They're talking about him being resigned, possibly. Yes. Right. So he said. So he said in like an interview. He said he's ninety percent sure he's going to sign, but ten percent he's not sure. So I don't know which way he's going to go now because he came home with an L. So I don't know what is on his mind now. It's going to be tricky to, to figure it out. Yeah, good point. Well, let me ask you this in a one-word answer from both of you guys, and I'll ask you first, our friend in Florida, with one-word answer. Do we see down the road a tag match with Miz and Maurice, depending on if Maurice gets back into shape, despite the after having the baby and everything like that, does she and Daniel Bryan, along with Bree, all four of them get it on with each other in the ring at some point before the year's out? I say no because I think Maurice has, has been uh, you know out for, for since what was it 2009 I believe that was probably the last time we seen her Brie yeah, we I probably saw her um, I think 31 or 32 we saw Brie with that uh, Total Divas versus you know uh, that kind of thing yeah. that match that was the last time we saw Brie so I don't know they're they're pretty ring rusted both of them so I don't think it would be a good match even if they did it. Okay, very good point indeed. Thank you very much there. Uh, Chad, I'll ask you, do we see a match down the road with these four? Uh, well, it'd be hard to give a one-word answer, J.D., I'll be honest with you. Uh, okay. You know, she did come back more recently, of course, remember the mixed tag, what was it, last year against uh, um, yeah. Cena, Cena and Nikki Bella, I think, is when the night oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. Cena Cena proposed yep. to Nikki. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think that was about the last time. I mean, she was not bad, but I would have to agree. I would have to agree with with our friend from Florida. I mean, like I said, if Bree, unless Bree, Bree Bella and Maurice get get themselves in hip top shape here and all that, and I, I don't know where you would have when you would have this match. Obviously, the next big one obviously would would be Survivor Series, but I, mean, I don't know if they want to do that or or they may wait till next year. I don't know. But anyway, uh, honestly, I would have to agree here. I would, I would say, you know, that because my only concern is, would anybody want to see it? Right. And, That's a good point. And a lot of people, and a lot of people may say no. So I mean, I, honestly, I'm, I'm not really crazy about it. But if it got, if it got to a point where it got hyped up too much, then you know, I would, I would say, okay, the WWE might say, okay, we'll give it a shot, see what happens. But I mean. But right now, I'm, I'm just going to say pretty much say no. Okay. Well, what do I see? Very good point again, guys. Let's give the number again. one 
1584-pound. This is episode 154 for August 2018. The human suplex machine, the Iceman, of course, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, the Heartbreak Kid, and, of course, our friend in Florida here this afternoon as we are winding down here. It might go past the 5 o'clock hour here very quickly, however, but we'll get everyone's answer to our next thing, and we'll start back in this. We bring in John and Fonzie back to the table, however. Guys, we're now going to talk about the big one, the big elephant in the room, however. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. You guys have all seen the replays. We've all talked about them. I think MLD, Michelle Lindos, for bringing this up today, however, and getting everyone's take on this. John weighed in on his topic earlier, so John will give us his opinion one more time. Then we will hear from Fonzie, and then we'll kick it to Chad and John, or uh, Chad and our friend in Florida, however, and then, of course, we'll get a final rating of the SummerSlam pay-per-view on a scale of 1 to 10 as well. And then we will talk about what's coming up this week on the Radio Network for a few minutes before we close out the day with our Raw Reigns and also our first Monday Night Football predictions of the year. So, guys, uh, you heard what happened, however. John, you weighed in at the start of the show, and we'll hear from you again. Let's get your take about what happened in the main event last night. I said what was needed to be said. It was controversy, to say the least. Yes, very good point. Very good point indeed. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Let's get your take. Um, what I said before, uh, I'll say it again. This is horseshit. Uh, where are we at? NFL instant replay? You know, you're, you're throwing your uh, challenge flag out? You know, what the hell? You know, um, you might see a rematch tonight. Or you might see something. I have no idea what the hell is going to be happening tonight. But, uh, like I said, you know, when we had an NFL into replay, you throw your red flag challenge. What the hell? You know, I don't know. So, very good. Good point. Uh, let me ask you another thing. Hold on. Hold on. Sure. Let me ask Chad, uh, you, John, Chad, and our friend in Florida. Yeah. Is, is, is it me or was Charlotte's boobs were fucking huge last night? <laughs> yeah, Charlotte definitely after having I think after having that procedure, yeah, Charlotte looked a little bit bigger. Charlotte definitely was a little taller oh, in the uh, chest department. I mean, yeah, she definitely Yeah, she definitely gave out the woo. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Holy. Yeah, she definitely looked a little bit. She definitely uh, had surgery she had, but very good point there, Fonzie. Yeah, I noticed that too. Very good point. But uh, let me ask you, John, real quick, Howard, since I'm going to get your rating before I get our friend in Florida Chad's rating on the overall match, Howard, and rating as well. What did you rate Somerset? I gave this an 8 out of 10. What about you? Me? Yeah. Seven and a half. Okay, John, what about you? Um, same. Okay. All right. Now, Chad, we'll go to your thoughts, Howard, about the controversial ending that happened and your final rating of SummerSlam. Go right ahead. Well, guys, I do thank y'all for sending the person the picture. I'm looking at the picture right now. And I've got to tell you, I am in deep, deep, deep. We're having a tough time hearing you. Hold on. God, again? No. Okay. We're good now. No. Someone, we're good. No. We're okay. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. But yeah, I'm looking right at this, and yeah, I mean, even I see even notice here that Heyman's even looking at this, looking at this straight forward, and he's even you know I'm so 
So you know, you got you got to believe that, like I said, if I have all people, I mean, of course, being for, being there firsthand, you know, Heyman was also probably doing pretty much doing the, pretty much saying the same thing. It's the same, you know. Wait a minute, hold on a second. He, I, I don't know what else can you can say about this, but you know darn well they're going to that that they're going to address this. Uh, they're going to address this. Tonight on Raw, and I don't know. Of course, it was JD, as you mentioned to me before, they were supposed to have a meeting yesterday as to what Brock was going to do. Uh, I wonder if this was supposed to be part of the plan. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, very good point. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I mean, I mean you think about how they were going to get the belt off of Brock, and of course, I, of course, I said Brock obviously because one other thing was how he pretty much knocked down Braun because he had a gut feeling that Braun was going to try something. And Braun did, and and now he knocked Braun down. He threw the briefcase all the way up there, back up towards the uh, near the Titan Tron. Yeah, I was so, like a discus uh, throw. I was, I was so thinking how he, long. He, I he, 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 no, he slung it. I mean, he's like a discus throw, man. Just, whoosh, I mean, I mean that, yeah, that's the way. That's the that thing. So I mean, this, but but like I said, I mean, some folks liked it. Some folks, like I said, I'm sure are going to be somewhat surprised. As the, I mean, words words probably got out on probably half your wrestling sites right now. I'm sure even WWE is possibly even maybe a state, saying something here now about this. And who knows? There's going to probably be some addressing about this uh, this, this tonight on Raw. You know that somebody's going to say something. So I mean, it's no going doubt. to be. Uh, I mean, and, and like I said, uh, you, that it's hard. To, and the, and the, the sad part about this here, guys, that this is this yeah. is this is the big title of Monday Night Raw. And it's gone through so much controversy already because of the fact that Brock Lesnar has held this belt, uh, you know, for 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 a very long time, and has not hardly been on TV or on any pay per view to defend this thing. That's why he's held on to this ever since he beat Goldberg for it last year, and now it's even getting even deeper because of like of of the possibility that you know. He may have a big smile on his face because he's going to say, "Oh boy, I get to, I might I might get this thing back." So I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, I'm sure he's smiling about it. I don't think he's oh, concerned sure. about what everybody, yeah. everybody he's, he's, smiling, he's happy right. about it. Guarantee yes. he is happy about it right now. We'll, 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 we'll definitely we'll definitely be watching that very carefully. Uh, before we get your final rating, we want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on September 30th at the Walter Pyramid in Long Beach, California. This is for you New Japan Pro Wrestling fans out there like me. There's three matches that have been signed already. Juice Robinson will take on Cody for the IWGP U.S. title. The Young Bucks will take on Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team titles. And just announced today, it will be Will Osprey versus Marty Squirrel in an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tournament match are due to the fact that Takahashi, who got injured, of course, a few months ago, has not been cleared yet and will be forfeiting his uh, title. So there you go, folks. Some matches already listed for the big show coming up on September 30th, Long Beach, California, at the Walter Pyramid, New Japan Pro Wrestling Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Those three matches have now been signed for the big match at the end of September. But uh, very good point indeed, Chad. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate this show? Well, otherwise, because like I said there was several different uh, title changes here. Uh, some, some people, some it was enjoyed, some it was not. I would have to say I'm going to sit right in the middle. I'm going to say seven point five. 
Okay, very good. Thank you very much. And now we'll hear from our friend in Florida who has the final word on this hour before Chad gives us an update on what will be going on, on during this week in the radio network, as I will have to step out for a few. And when we come back, folks, we will have Chad's uh, comments about everything that's coming up this week, and then we'll give everyone's raw ratings and predictions. And our first Monday night football predictions of the regular se- preseason slash regular soon-to-be regular season here today as well. As I said, don't forget tonight, 11.30 p.m. on Facebook Live. Don't Dot com. Be sure to check out John's video, GRHS at Facebook.com. He will have a lot to talk about, including TakeOver, SummerSlam, uh, the passing of Aretha Franklin, I'm sure, how will be one of the topics of discussion. He will also talk about uh, what is going to happen in the Barclays Center tonight as well. A lot to talk about tonight from the Human Suplex Machine. It should be great to hear from him, and we will be checking that out just after 1130 tonight. Be sure to look under Facebook.com. It's under GROHS at Facebook.com. So now our friend in Florida has the final word, Howard, about what's going to happen this week, Howard, as far as SummerSlam goes and the Brock Lesnar controversy that's followed with his rating. So we'll turn it to him right now before we go back to Chad as he gives us an update on what's coming up this week on the radio network. So our friend in Florida, please tell us your final thoughts about the SummerSlam show with Brock and your rating overall about the show. Um. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, everyone uh, got the word late. I mean, you're you're the one that... Um, you know, gave me the word this morning, which I was kind of shocked uh, to begin with. I was like, wait a minute, didn't Roman win a clean? But then, uh, you know, I had to rewatch it a couple times and then be like, oh, wow. So his left double did come up, but it was slightly up. So I was like, like I said, it was like an inch or centimeter up. So it wasn't that much different. But the last time you told me, you said um, when a pin happens, both of your elbows have to be on the ground, not one. So so it, so it was like a invalid pin, if you if you will, you know, so the pin didn't really count. So now, just like, uh, just like Fonley said, I hope they might do a rematch tonight, but that's probably, like Chad said, Brock is probably not grinning. He's actually happy. Like, wow, I get a rematch. So let's hope he doesn't yep. win this rematch and I uh, hope he rides into the sunset because we don't want any more Brock Lesnar. I know I don't. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar on my screen anymore. Yeah, very good point. And uh, your final rating on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate this show? Um, so I, yeah, so I gave it the same ratings you did. I gave it a six out of 10. So I think it was a, a, a good show, but there's a lot of controversies with it, with it. So it wasn't, uh, too bad of a show, I guess. Good point. All right, guys. Very good point indeed. And uh, if Chad's still with us, Chad can tell us what's coming up this week on the radio network. I will have to step out for a few minutes. And when we come back, we're going to wrap this up, power and tie a bow on it. So Chad, the floor is all yours. I will be right back. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, here, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw here with a recap of what uh, with, 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 with a with a with a second volley of, uh, of our rundown of all of our shows this week here in the radio network. And of course, the shows will go just like this tomorrow night after after of course an edition of Wrestling Revisited. I will be on with WWS Revolution with our live video feed being being from this being from this uh, tomorrow night from True Pioneers of Wrestling. We'll have our news and views, history and birthdays, <clears throat> and also, of course, our talk about tonight's Monday Night Raw show, plus the Raw matches from SummerSlam is what we'll talk about here t- uh, tomorrow night. And also some other fun stuff, of course, with time allotted. Uh, of course, uh, <clears throat> then coming up this Wednesday, of course, after, of course, Outside of the Ropes, which is, of course, um, 141387-pound mm-hmm. and Wrestling Debate, one three. One three nine nine two five pound. That's from eight to nine. Outside the ropes from six thirty to seven thirty. I'll be back on for the Wednesday edition of Revolution. Our live video feed will be from WCWS Legacy, as we will of course talk about our, in addition to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays again. 
We'll be talking about the uh, SmackDown Live SmackDown Live show for tomorrow night. Plus, also, we'll be talking about the SmackDown matches, <clears throat> as well as the Cruiserweight title match. We'll talk about it during uh, our talk of the SmackDown matches from SummerSlam. Plus, uh, some, some other, uh, uh, some other uh, fun stuff to talk about as well. 138055-pound for that. Coming up this Thursday night on NWO Wolfpack will be a little bit of a twist here, folks. Uh, 138521-pound. Our live video feed will be from FMWS, Honored by Frontier. In addition to our news and views and history and birthdays on Wolfpack, we'll be talking about this past Saturday's NXT TakeOver show from Brooklyn. Uh, we'll get more insight on that here for each match. You know, you get everybody's take on everything that uh, that was uh, – <clears throat> And, of course, I know that might kind of repeat since a lot of them, pretty much everybody here has probably talked about it here today on Raw Radio. But we'll, we'll get a little bit more insight here, of course, uh, with uh, on Wolfpack here Thursday night about NXT TakeOver. Plus, some other fun stuff will be taking taking place as well, so join us for that. Uh, 138-521-pound. And, of course, this Friday, of course, will be the Friday edition of Revolution. Our live video feed will be from ROHUS, Honor of the Ring. Uh, more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays, and some other fun stuff that will take place. Uh, be sure to join us for for, uh, for Revolution this Friday night, of course, 138055-pound. And also, of course, this Saturday at 6 o'clock, we'll be back on a regular time for WWS Power Hour, as we will be talking about, of course, what took place during our shows this week, plus also wrestling history and birthdays here for this coming Saturday, as well as some wrestling news tidbits, that, of course, make it around courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. So be sure to join us for Power Hour 141-364-pound this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock. So, folks, be sure to join us here for all of our shows here on the radio network. Phone number for all shows, as always, 1-605-562-0444. Like I said, Wrestling Revisited, Revolution tomorrow night. Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, and Revolution Wednesday night. Wolfpack this Thursday night. And... Friday night revolution, <clears throat> as well as Saturday evening power hour. Uh, and if there's any more here during the week here, folks, we will keep you apprised during all, uh, any of our broadcasts here during the week here in the radio network. So all in all, once again, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw here, and uh, be sure to join us for all the remainder of our shows here coming up here uh, this week. And thank you for listening in here today for, uh, of course, uh, this episode of WWS Raw Radio, of course, with our guys, main guys here now. I'll turn things back over to the man in the blue tutu, the Iceman, Jared <laughs> And yes, it is blue. It is periwinkle blue. Thank you very much for that, indeed. I can tell you also before we wrap it up here, folks, we have the top ten listed in college football. The AP preseason poll came out today. It is no surprise the Alabama Crimson Tide and Nick Saban are number one. The Clemson Tigers and Dabo Sweeney are number two. The UGA Bulldogs are number three. Wisconsin, number four. The Ohio State University, number five. The Washington Huskies, six. Oklahoma, number seven. Miami, Florida, number eight. Auburn, number nine. And Penn State, number ten. So those are your top ten teams right now going into the regular season thanks to the preseason AP poll that was announced earlier today. Also, ladies and gentlemen, for you TNA Impact fans out there, Impact announced today that they will be taping two nights of shows, Thursday, September 13th, and Friday, September 14th, at the Front Lawn, Mexico, in Mexico City, Mexico. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, they will emanate south of the border. 
see your favorite superstars, Sonny Impact, Austin Aries, Eli Drake, Moose, Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan, and yes, the Lucha Brothers of Pentagon Jr. and Fenix. There is reports WWE is looking at both Pentagon Jr. and Fenix. We will keep you up to date with that story, but tickets go on sale, we understand, next weekend, ladies and gentlemen, right before Labor Day. So if you're down there in Mexico City, if you're looking for a good time, how September 13th and the 14th on a Thursday and Friday night, check it out at the Fontanon Mexico in Mexico City, Mexico, as Impact will be going south of the border for the time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give you the number again, one 562 pound This is episode 154 the Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, myself, Mr. WCW, and our friend in Florida joining us right now as we are about to wrap things up here. Guys, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw now with the ratings and predictions. However, I will ask a two-parter to this week's, three-parter to this week's question. First off, however, I will start off with our friend, the Human Suplex Machine. Do we see a cash in number one? Number two, what is your main event prediction for the night, as well as rating? And three, what is your score for the Baltimore-Indianapolis preseason game on ESPN? Yes, I see. I think we see a cash-in tonight. Okay. And number two, I think it's probably going to be Rollins and Ziggler in the rematch for the Intercontinental title. Okay, what's your number? Um, 2.1. All right, and your score for the Baltimore-Indianapolis Monday night football game? 24 to 10. Baltimore or Indy? Yep. No, Baltimore or Indy. Who you pick? Uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis beats Baltimore. Okay. Uh, I will go 2-0. I think the main event will be a cash-in. I think if Brock is there tonight, you're going to see those one more time, and then Brock cashes in. I think uh, the score will be 28-21. I think Indy wins tonight. And like I said, that is my prediction. So, Chad, uh, you're next, however, with your thoughts on this. Um, well, first off, like I said, main event prediction for Raw tonight. Uh, I got to agree with John. I think, I, think that, I think that Dolph is going to cash in his rematch. He wants, to, he wants that belt back. He wants to kind of prove something else to Seth Rollins. So I think it's going to be a rematch for the IC title. Okay. Uh, uh, second part, the rating for Raw, i got to say, Okay, and you said we will see a cashing, correct? 
Well, I think that that might be, yes, but I'm also thinking that I'm agreeing with John saying that there's probably that Dolph is going to go after the IC belt against Rollins again. Okay. Very good, very good point, guys. You guys bring up some good points. Very good points. All right, uh, Fonzie, you will have the final word, and now uh, we will go to our friend in Florida. Our friend in Florida, same questions we're asking you. Are you uh, who to go goes first, me or Fonzie? Uh, you, uh, our friend in Florida. Okay, me. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I, I give it maybe a, um, I don't know. I'll give it a low rating because I think SummerSlam kind of, Kind of did uh, a little bit terrible. I'll do a 1.9 at least. Okay. Um, and then as far as like main event, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think there might be a uh, uh, universal title rematch with Roman and Brock. I think that will end the show. But I just hope Roman yeah. wins it so we so we don't have to see Brock again. Um, yeah. And then for the preseason football, yeah, I've, I've caught some of the games. So I watched two of my Buccaneer games, and they're – Still winning two and zero, so go Bucks. Um, but uh, for tonight, uh, let's see. Um, well, Ravens are doing good. I heard they they won two of their first games, and uh, Indy won this past, uh two weeks ago. So it's gonna be a close one. Yeah. So both are undefeated. Uh, let's see. I'll give it a twenty four twenty one Ravens. It's gonna be a close one. Ooh. though. Okay. And do we see a cash? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think I think Braun will make a cash in. I think he'll make a triple threat. I guess tonight. I think he should. Okay. Good point. Very good point again. And Fonty, you have the final say, my man. Go right ahead. Uh, all right. It's gonna be the same old bullshit again. Uh again. So they realize that people are not gonna watch it. Tonight, people are not going to watch it if they do the same bullshit again. You know, uh, the beginning of the show, you're going to see maybe uh, Alexa Bliss come out crying like a little girl on her rematch. Uh, I got got screwed and all this, ba-ba-ba. You know, uh, face the facts, sweetheart. You lost. To the best woman in the world. So uh, then you might hear you know, Kurt Angle come out and discuss the butt. The it's a replay controversial uh, championship last night. Um, yep. So the main event. Uh, well, if, if, I don't know if this is a, like the biggest if ever, yeah. but I think Brock Lesnar is not going to come tonight because he's gone, um, because he just packed his, packed his bags, got the till between his legs, and went to the UFC fight. To, yep. So, um... If Brock Lesnar shows up, Kurt Angle is going to give that title back. Then you're going to see the monster in the bank cash in, and and you got the your new WWE Universal Monster, the champion Braun Strowman tonight. You're going to see him cashing in tonight. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yes. Probably the main event, I'm going to say, is Kurt Angle coming out and, and uh, called out Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar yep. tonight. And yep. my... My raw ratings is going to be 1.8, and yep. the Ravens and the Colts score. Well, Andrew Luck is not starting. He's not playing until the regular season, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give Baltimore 28, the Colts yes. 17. So they don't got no quarterback, the Colts. So, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's my that's my score. For tonight and my raw prediction and main event. So, okay, that's it. Very, very, that's, all right, very, very good points, guys. I mean, you guys all bring up some very, very good points, however. And like I said, we'll definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, on that note, folks, does anyone have anything else we want to close this out with, John? Nope. Fonzie? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, let. Let's give the floor to him if he wants to call in. If he wants to say something. Who? Uh, Anil. In Florida. Our friend friend in Florida will uh, will ask him now. Do you have anything to close this out with at all? Um, Well, I did read something right now that's the wrestling related, but I don't. uh, It's still like a rumored thing. But. um, Right. But suppose, but supposedly Luke Gallows came out and said that him and Nia Jax are dating. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Very so he actually said on Twitter that uh, he's actually has actually uh, has uh, a love interest with her, and he actually has a picture of of her and stuff like that. So Renee Young actually said congratulations to both. Love is love. So. So, so you can actually say that it's not sarcasm. So they're actually probably no, that, 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 that is are, a good yeah. Point. Then it is probably official because I don't think Renee Young would really uh, be funny about that. So I'm no, so I no, think she, if no, that's uh, right. So if I right. think it's uh, it's, uh, it's I think it's official. Then yeah, on, on behalf of me and and all of you, we want to congratulate you know Luke Gallows and uh, yes. uh, Nia Jackson for, for finding yes, each other. You know? So. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Very good to say the least. Uh, two two strong people and two very respectable people, no doubt about it. And of course, again, congratulations also goes to Gallus's friend Carl Anderson, who last week his wife had their fourth child. Certainly, congratulations goes out to uh, Carl Carl Anderson, of course, and his lovely wife uh, having their fourth child just last week. Of Gallus was very happy to hear his brother had another addition to their clan. Uh, Chad, are you still with us? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, well, do you have anything to close us out with, or are you good? Uh, um, well, just like I said, just keep, you keep, uh, like I said, visiting our groups on Facebook, listen to all of our shows, listen to some past episodes. Uh, of course, don't forget the poll on NXT US, the future generation, about what you, your opinion was, what the best match at TakeOver was, and also the poll on uh, the, the WWUS Revolution radio page. Talking about uh, what your opinion was on what the best match was for SummerSlam, and also a post on I made there earlier today, uh, asking everyone to state their thoughts about what they thought about both Takeover and SummerSlam as well. That is uh, Facebook.com/groups/slash/WWUSRevolutionRadio. So definitely check that out here, folks. And I'll be back on, like I said, tomorrow night uh, with, uh, like I said, this week here with Revolution, of course, our live video feed from. 
uh, true pioneers of wrestling. So there, there you have it there, and uh, and uh, I'll turn I'll turn it back over to uh, uh, DJ KD. Yes. <laughs> yes, and of course, thank you very much, Chad. And of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, uh, tonight at 11.30 p.m., you can check out John's Facebook rant, Howard, just after 11.30, when he will tell you the latest news headlines, including TakeOver, SummerSlam, and Raw Thoughts, also some other news from the past week, including the passing of Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul, if you will, who, of course, uh, left us last week, tragically, at the age of 76. So be sure to check that out on Facebook.com under GROHS at Facebook.com. But yes, folks, tomorrow night we're going to have a great double ham header for you beginning at 7 p.m. with Wrestling Revisit the Time Machine Show. Gerard and I will have a time place for you and our location. 9 o'clock, of course, John will have the birthdays and age. Gerard and I will have your news headlines for you. And also we'll be recapping tonight's Raw, of course, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night at 138055-pound, as well as some surprises. You never know. We might talk about TakeOver or SummerSlam as well tomorrow night as well. So, folks, next week should be a great show. We'll talk next week, however. Back with you, however, than another. Yes. Yes, Fonzie. Maybe. I was going to say mm. something, then I was like, just let... We're, we're, you're still good. We're, we're, I'm just, I was just going to take something real quick, and then you can have the final yeah. second here in a minute. Okay. I was going to tell okay. you that next week, folks, uh, should be a great show. Next week, however, we're going to have a little football talk, however, next week on the show, as well as our favorite sports talk, however, as far as wrestling goes. Of course, next week, we'll get everyone's early predictions about the NFL upcoming season and their favorite college pro teams and weighing in on what they're going to do this year, possibly. We'll also talk some college ball, of course. We'll give you our early predictions on who we think might be the college teams to watch out for this year in the NCAA as the college football season is just around the corner along with the NFL regular season. Don't forget, of course, high schools, of course, start this weekend, next week with back to school, beginning in some places as early as tomorrow. I know my nieces will be starting tomorrow, so I'm going to give them uh, a good luck uh, shout-out to them. Of course, my one niece turning seven this past weekend. The other one will be ten next month, of course. Happy birthday to her. So, folks, things are starting to get come together as school is just around the corner, beginning a new term and a new year, however, and some just beginning for the first time. So, folks, it should be a great show. Don't forget, next week we're going to have more talk at the same time, same place with the Human Suplex Machine. Yours truly, the Iceman, our friend in Florida, and also the Heartbreak Kid as well. So, folks, along with those guys and Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. But before we go, however, Fonzie does have one final thing to say, so we'll let him have it. However, Fonzie, what do you got to say? Okay. Um, I know it's not wrestling-related or anything. Yes. Uh, tomorrow morning, I just got a phone call that, um, I got to be at Shady Side Hospital yes. at 5.30 a.m. My surgery starts at 7.30 a.m. tomorrow. So, oh, so your surgery's uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So, okay, well, we will definitely be saying a prayer We will definitely be saying a prayer for you. So, folks, you just heard it here now as we're having a little tough promotion in the background. Fonzie, you need to his procedure tomorrow from Chad, myself, our friend in Florida, from JML, Jeff, Rhonda, Gerard, Michelle, and the rest of the game. Fonzie, hey, guys, I got to go. There's, I have a phone call to take. Uh, all right, John, go right ahead. I'll see you all, all right, later. John. All right, I'll talk to you later, John. Alright, the Suplex Machine now leaving us here, and as we said, we would like to wish uh, Fonzie the best of luck, Howard, from all of us here in the panel, Howard, and we definitely want to wish you good luck tomorrow, Fonzie. We hope it goes well for you. Thank you. Yep, good luck, Fonzie.
Yep. And on that note, folks, we're going to have a little fun here to close out the show here. It's only fitting, however, we've got to play a little fun music here on the show, however. And I think everyone's going to like this. This is from the movie Semi-Pros. We close you out, however. And I think everyone might remember the song from Will Ferrell's character, Jackie Moon, with the song Love Me Sexy. So I think we're going to have a little fun with the 70s uh, version here as we close out the day here. Don't forget, next week, same time, same place. And as we said, don't forget John's Facebook video tonight. And Nell and I, of course, will definitely be uh, checking it out along with everyone else in the panel. And as Chad said, Howard, we got a great week lined up for you, Howard. So believe me, as summer's winding up and fall is just around the corner, we continue to give you the best in radio that is available here each and every Monday. So, folks, join us again next Monday. We will talk to you then. Have a great rest of the week. Have a great rest of the night out there. Be careful. Be safe out there, whatever you're doing as far as the weather goes and whether you're caught in this bad weather or not, Howard. Just be careful. Be safe. So now we're going to play a little Jackie Moon for you to close you out as we say goodnight to you from ringside, and we'll talk to you again soon next week, same time. And here is now Will Ferrell's Jackie Moon, Love Me Sexy. Hold on. Come on, girl. Yeah. It's me, Jackie Moon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.